Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A very warm welcome, everyone, to this channel where we delve into all things in relation to narcissists. Because we want to know how to recover from the experience, which is a very chaotic experience and quite complex um, psychologically, emotionally and spiritually. So a lot of us on this journey will want to know in the recovery process, was I possibly with a narcissist? Because defining that in your mind can help you move forward and understand better what you went through in that chaotic and destructive relationship. And other people are currently in relationships with narcissists and would like an indication as to whether you know, it would be a good idea to leave this person, notwithstanding the relationship is very toxic anyway. And the next thing we ask when we want to get back out on the dating scene is, is there any way that you can ask certain questions or observe certain behaviours that would indicate before you get too involved whether this person could possibly be a narcissist? So in that vein, I have created this video and put together seven things a narcissist will struggle to answer. And also in these seven things, your observations of the behavior and the reaction to these circumstances and set of questions. So let's get into it. The first thing I have down is if you are getting to know this new person, or even if you're in a relationship with the person, you can ask this question and bear in mind, first of all, that narcissists, particularly experienced narcissists and older ones, do have kind of cliched answers for some of these questions. But listen to the answer and in the answer, you may very well get a light bulb moment where you have an insight into what they're saying to you in relation to the seven circumstances and questions. So take them all as a package and also observe their whole behaviour pattern, their past and where they're looking to go in the future. Questions, Paula. Okay, the first question I would ask is what has caused you hurt in the past and what causes you hurt now? This requires honesty on the part of the narcissist. And honesty means being vulnerable. And narcissists do not, because of their narcissism and the personality disorder, ever, ever, ever like to be vulnerable. So this is a real struggle for a narcissist to answer 
unless they give you a pit pat answer that's just a generalization and they brush over the question. So what has caused you hurt in the past and what causes you hurt now? From the narcissist's point of view, they're superior. They don't allow other people to hurt them. If they tell you that other people have hurt them, it's actually admitting inferiority and that somebody else is more superior than them. So they really will struggle with this, but the way they usually would put it is, ah, people pissed me off in the past, but it was because of their issues. Um, but no one hurt me. I mean, no one hurts me now. I'm, I, I've got it together. I, I don't allow people to hurt me. You know, other people have issues. And then there's a sense of blame that comes into it that people annoyed them maybe, but they put the people in their place. And they're not the type of person that gets hurt because they've got it together. So the people that get hurt are the losers. They're the losers. They just don't know how to operate in life. So that's a narcissistic perspective. And even if some of that comes into the answer, it's giving you more clues. And I mean, this, this is their narcissism is just not based on this one question. Obviously, there's a whole pattern of behaviours that goes with it. But if you've been stimulated by anything into thinking, gosh, is this person a narcissist? Then feel, feel your feelings. Don't bring your logical mind into it and push it away and give an explanation or an excuse for the narcissistic behaviour. So question number two, did you ever notice when you're with this person that going into a setting like a social setting or even going into the store, the narcissist or the person that you're with who you believe may be a narcissist will be very, very chatty to strangers, trying to make a really good impression on the strangers and really loving their feedback but it'll be a very fake kind of communication with these people. Charm will be used a lot. And it's not something that at a certain stage they will bother you with. And you're kind of going, if you were to ask the narcissist or the person that you think may be a narcissist, why do you treat strangers better than you treat me or with more interest? Why are you nicer to strangers? You often get this with communal narcissists and even narcissists in, in, in churches, narcissists in charities, narcissists that are seen to be doing good, yet they're a totally different person at home. So why do you treat strangers better than you treat your own family? That's a question narcissists really struggle to answer and won't answer. They'll just brush you aside and tell you, don't be ridiculous. Of course I treat you well etc. Number three, you know, we're getting to know each other and, you know, it's great to be honest with each other and the more honest we are with each other, the better we know each other and, you know, we'll go into the ne next relationship, our, our relationship together with a better chance of success. That's what the normal human person would think. So if you say to the narcissist, well, you know, for full transparency and everything and honesty. And that's what normal human beings look for and connection and communication. If you ask the narcissist, 
well, what do you think maybe you could have done better in your last relationship that you could bring into our relationship together? Ooh, 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 ooh. no, 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 no. That is, that is, that would blow the narcissist's mind out to kingdom come. Remember, they never do anything wrong. You're asking me what I could have done better in the last relationship with that floozy, with that alco, with that nut job. Absolutely not a question that a narcissist would like to answer. However, if they're in a position where they really, really want to love bomb you and hook you, they'll give you a platitude like, um, mm, well, I suppose I worked too hard and too long hours, so I could have given more of my time. Maybe that would have been, you know, a good thing. So if they're going to give a critique of themselves, which they won't do, they'll blame the other person. They will manipulate the critique with they're a hard worker. They really wanted to look after their family. So it's a kind of a reverse critique of their ex-partner and you're kind of going, well, they're a hard worker. You know, that's not exactly a fault. So they get over it. Always their narcissism steps in and puts them in the superior position. Number four, what would narcissists struggle to answer? Oh, how do you see yourself, you know, on your personal journey of growth and your personal development? What do you want to achieve in, in life as a person? How can you better yourself? <laughs> Sorry for laughing. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I just see the narcissist's face going, what? <laughs> what do you mean? There's nobody better than me. Sorry for, sorry for finding that. I just, it's so humorous when you actually really, you know, look at this in reality. A narcissist thinks that there's nothing they can improve upon themselves, that it's everybody else that needs to do the self-development work and the personal development, that they've got it made. They know everything. So there's nothing that they can personally develop in themselves. However, if you're at the stage where they do want to make a good impression on you, again, they will give the, the complimentary critique of themselves. But they'll also probably deflect on that one and say, look, you know, I 
I I know who I am. You know, that personal development, and all that S-H, you know, the rest, the, the, the next two letters in the word. All that crap is for the numby pumbies, you know, all those little people that go around and, you know, ah, the new ages and the hippies and the, the religious people, you know, let them go on with their personal development. Honestly, a normal person, they'll say even, a normal person doesn't need all that crap, all that mumbo jumbo. And I am as good as I can be. And I am, you know, good. There's nothing that I want to develop in myself. I I am great, basically. So they'll deflect it off and say, it's okay. You know, if you feel you need to work on your personal development, <laughs> I can give you a few tips. They'll probably say um, more than a few tips. They'll give you a lot of grooming and a lot of critique and a lot of devaluation to help you on your personal journey. But it's not for them. Number five in relation to things narcissists will struggle with. If you say to them, you know, you're in this kind of 50-50 reciprocal, you think, relationship with this person. Yet, when there is something to be decided and you offer your opinion, they're threatened by that opinion and they get defensive about it and they critique you for it and basically invalidate your opinion. So if you were to ask them, why, when I give my opinion on subjects, do you shout me down and do you invalidate me and actually attack me for my own opinion? And of course, narcissists struggle with this because no one else's opinion matters. Their opinion is law. They are God. You merely serve them and follow what they say and their directive. You become an extension of the narcissist. The narcissist is the thinking machine. The narcissist is the computer in the relationship. So if you offer an opinion that you want to be counted in in the relationship, the narcissist will basically see that as a malfunction in the software, as a virus that needs to be scanned and destroyed. Again, this is not always apparent in the initial stages because the narcissist does ask you for your opinions on a lot of things at a certain stage in the relationship. But that is merely information gathering and so that they can mirror you in the love bomb stage. When they have you hooked and you're in the devaluation stage, your opinion is a threat to them and your opinion is invalid and will be invalidated. Even in the love bomb stage, this can creep in a bit where they'll try and give you charming reasons as to perhaps your opinion is a bit skewy. They may bring humour into you offering your opinion and kind of laugh a bit and giggle and make a joke out of it. And then you might complain and say, why are you laughing? You know, this is quite a serious subject. And they say, of course, of course, of course. So watch that one at the different stages in the relationship you're at with a narcissist. And even in the initial stages, give your opinion on things and see what the reaction is. It's an interesting one. Okay, number six. 
Ooh, so you're trying to have a discussion with your partner, the narcissist or non-narcissist. We have to try and make some diagnosis because they ain't going to therapy and whether people can tell you you're not a professional, you can't diagnose someone. If you want some direction as to what you're dealing with or what you were dealing with or what you might be dealing with, you do have to use what you do have, what we have in this community, the education we have in this community, because I'm telling you, you're the expert on whether the person's a narcissist or not, because there are a lot of experts that cannot diagnose narcissists. It's a very succinct, very personal experience. And a lot of people don't actually believe that people can be as bad as narcissists actually are, not having had the experience. It's like describing how a cake tastes, tastes, but not tasting it. The person that's tasted it really knows how it tastes. The person describing the taste has an idea, but they may be missing certain important elements. So that being said, back to the question, you're having a discussion with your partner or a family member or anybody and you're looking for, you know, well, what do you think you could improve? What could I improve? Bit of accountability here as to why this went wrong. You know, why did you cheat? And why did you keep the bank account out? Little things like that that might come up in narcissistic relationships. And you're you're doing the accountability thing and the narcissist or the person that you're with gets up and goes away and you get a dose of the silent treatment or a mini discard. So were, were you to ask the question of the narcissist when they return, why the silent treatment? Why did you go silent? Why did you leave and not discuss this? That is something that they will struggle to answer. You're not going to get an answer. You're going to get told, I'm not talking about that. Let's move on. Let's move forward. I'm not discussing that. So if you ask the narcissist, why do you use silent treatments on me whenever we are going to get accountable together? The narcissist will say, well, it's very fine. I, I know how accountable you need to be, but I'm not discussing it. And the last, the last question a narcissist will very much struggle to answer is, why? If your opinion of me is so bad, if I am such a lost cause to you, and I am Attila the Hun, the spawn of the devil, um, a, a total addict, a crazy person, someone who's not fit for a relationship, do you try to hoover me back into the relationship? Surely I'm unfit. After all the things you've said, why do you want to come back to me? That is a question that you'll get a devaluing answer to. And the charitable narcissist will obviously be doing you a favour. But it is one that they would not like to be asked and will definitely struggle to answer. If you hold them accountable in that way and don't be so grateful to take them back in that you're walking on eggshells and afraid to answer that direct question, 
That is a question a narcissist will struggle to answer. I hope this has been helpful, guys. Hope everyone in America had a blessed Thanksgiving and I will see you in the next video. Take great care of yourselves. And I hope that helps in trying to ascertain if you have been with, are with, or are currently dating a narcissist.